G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We've been spending some time talking about the bank. The good things about the bank, the bad things about the bank. Ultimately, Camille, it comes down to having freedom when you are not a slave to the bank to be able to do those things, perhaps even in an entrepreneurial way, that can serve the kingdom of God. Neil, we began to speak about this issue of the bank Friend or foe was the question. The bank is not a foe, and the bank is not a friend like a good mate that you're going to have a beer with, right? The bank is a partner, a potential partner to helping people reach their goals. As I said in one of the earlier segments, remember, of course, the bank wants to make money. This is not a charity. It's not a ministry. It's a bank, (laughs) and therefore they want to reward their shareholders Greatly, and they want to reward themselves, as you know, bank presidents can make a lot of money. But ultimately, we can work with banks, and we have to work with banks. And as we've learned, banks are a place we can save initially for the purpose of deposits of businesses, homes, and, and the like. Banks are a place of accruing debt, but the debt, again, should not be the master. It should be the slave. It should be for worthwhile goals. But ultimately, yes, we need to have it in our mind that we want to break free eventually from all debt. And we set goals for that. We don't, for example, when you get a mortgage for your home, often it's a 30-year mortgage. Uh, 30 years is a long time, Neil. And I think that if people actually make a decision and are prepared to pay the price, they can retire that mortgage far sooner. Now, just imagine if you're not having to make mortgage payments every month because you retired that debt. Think of all that extra money you're going to have for worthwhile purposes. I mean, just the possibilities should excite one's heart. When we talk about the kingdom of God, the way that it expands, oftentimes it comes down to individuals making those personal sacrifices and giving into circumstances where they can see opportunity for expanding that kingdom of God. That can't happen if you don't have finances freed up. That can't happen if you are restricted and strangled by debt. This is an issue we haven't even touched on yet until now, and it's a good one, Neil, the kingdom of God. As Christian people, the kingdom of God needs to be our highest priority. Jesus gives us an amazing challenge and a wonderful prospect in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, where he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto thee. What is Jesus saying? It was very, very simple. Put God's kingdom as your number one priority, and all the necessities of life, practical, material, spiritual, emotional, mental necessities, everything you need, God will make sure you have it. One person put it this way, aim for the heavens 
and God will throw in the earth as a bonus. <laughs> Aim for the earth, and you'll get neither, heaven or earth. It is a principle that many Western Christians don't practice. They're afraid. They'd rather rely on natural means, their own means, or the government will take care of me, or that kind of thing. No, I believe our attitude to debt is also our attitude to God, debt, money, finance, and that is put the kingdom first. Neil, I can honestly say that I have taken Matthew 6.33 to heart ever since my wife and I entered ministry, and we entered ministry virtually the day we got married. We believe that if we put kingdom things first, the ministry, the extension of God's kingdom, his church throughout the world, if we put that first, then our needs would be met. We came to Australia 1987 with $3,000 in our pocket. That doesn't go very far. Didn't even back then and, and even less so today. But I can honestly say God provided everything for us. We put the kingdom first. He more than took care of every need. He did it for us and he will do it for you. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.